Hey, Reese, Bips, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys going to do tonight, man. Mavs outside this podcast. Y'all know what time it is. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another post-game recap from the Mavs Outsiders. I'm one half of your host, as always, Maurice Williams, a.k.a. Mind of Reese. Mind of Reese on Instagram, MFR25 on Twitter, and Mind of Reese Reviews on TikTok. Joined, as always, by Brother Bibbs, Michael Bibbins, a.k.a. Bibbs, Bibbs Corner on Twitter, BibbsCorner.com for all of your Bibbs content, including the Have You Seen podcast. Dallas Mavericks fall again to the Memphis Grizzlies at home, 104 to 88. A uh, very low scoring game, understandably so, considering the Memphis Grizzlies were missing John Morant. The Dallas Mavericks were not only missing Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving this time, but along with Christian Wood, uh, Josh Green and Jaden Hardy get the start again. Obviously, the starting lineup doesn't change because Christian Wood didn't start last time. But Jaden Hardy did play 41 minutes, let the team in minutes, uh, followed by Reggie Bullock, of course, because, of course, Reggie Bullock has to play over 30 minutes. Uh, what? You got to get that cardio. <laughs> Boy, got to get in shape somehow, man. Getting paid millions of dollars to get in shape is crazy. How you feeling? Um, you know what? I'm not mad. Um, I don't think we we could expect to win this game. No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not upset. We lost, and then I mean, we lost another role player uh, coming into this game. On top of the two two horses we were missing, you know. Um, another guy that gives you a good 15 minutes off the bench taken out means that those 15 minutes have to go somewhere and it's just not anywhere for those minutes to go. Leandro Barbosa works for the Sacramento Kings. I, I get tripped out every time I see him over there. I, I just, I, I had no idea. Okay. Yeah. I saw him the other day. I've been watching a lot of the games though. Yeah. I've been, I've been trying to watch a lot of their game. Anytime I see them playing, I try to make a habit to watch. Cause like they're, they're just a fun team to watch. They're that good. Yeah, and I like, I mean, I know we gonna, we're going to watch them, but I like the fact that they're going to be in the playoffs because a lot of people don't pay attention to teams that aren't their own until the yeah. playoffs. So it's good for those players to get that exposure. Yeah. Um, shout out to Fox. Shout out to Fox. Shout out to Sabonis. Sabonis, too. Uh, um, top five MVP vote getter this year. Got to be. I don't think he is, but, you I think, know. I think he's taking Gobert's spot. You said top five MVP vote getter? Rudy was uh top five twice. Oh, that's terrible. Was he top five twice? He might have been top ten twice. I might be tripping. Yeah, that's awful. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not upset about this loss. Um they, they fought hard in the first half. The second half it just it it fell off. Uh to be honest, going into this game, once we found out obviously Kyrie and Luca was still out, then we found the news that Christian Wood was out as well. I was just looking to see how guys were gonna perform. Like, okay, uh, we saw how Jaden Hardy performed Saturday. I just wanted to see, you know, can you do it again against the same team on a glorified back-to-back? Right. Um, He performed well, continued to perform well. Uh, Josh Green, uh, that aggressiveness seems to be back. That confidence seems to be back. I hope it stays uh, when the team is healthy. Mm -hmm. Um, Even McKinley Wright didn't look bad out there. Nope. Uh, nah, you don't you know he's not gonna take the three, but he'll at least pull up in that mid-range area or drop a nice float in. And at least he has that in his game. He did hit a three tonight. Um Yeah, I, I saw that. I was glad he took the three threes because you can't just not take them. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, no, I'm not expecting him to hit. I mean, one of three is a good day for him from three-point line. Um I like that he was aggressive getting inside. He still, you know, remember the first few times he got playing time, he went in and got swatted like 12 times. So now he's like extra hesitant when he gets inside. Uh, but he's an activity uh, driver. So he likes to drive and he likes the other, he wants other guys to move to get into spots so he can hit them. And the old heads just don't move 
out there. So he ends up looking kind of weird sometimes on those drives. But, you know, he got to the hole a couple times. Uh, he actually had a he would have had another layup, but I think there was a maxi set a uh, a moving screen while he was going to the lane, so he would have had a double digit game. Uh, he's t- what tied for third in scoring tonight, and he was number three in scoring at the half. Let it's, me, uh, it's funny, tied it's- for number three, you said, yeah, yes, with Justin Holiday. So, just what is, I mean, I mean, he did shoot four for 12. Shout out to Jaden Hardy and Josh Green, first of all, putting up two 20 point games and back to back games. Um, when you see stuff like this, what does it make you How does it make you feel about the way this season has gone, personally? When I see stuff like the like, way they performed, like Luca and Kyrie go out and Two are two of our three top scorers in a game are people that don't play. All it's annoying. I'm gonna be honest. I mean, not so much with McKinley Wright. Okay. Because I don't really need to see him play if everybody's right. healthy. Right, right. But with Jaden Hardy, yeah, it's annoying because he can bring something that we need. Yeah. When I got when I got two playmakers. And even before Kyrie, like Spencer Dinwiddie wasn't the best playmaker. We know that. But, I mean, he was serviceable. But when you have a young guy like Jaden Hardy, and, again, I wasn't asking for Jaden Hardy to play, excuse me, 20 minutes. 10 to 15 minutes would have been fine. Like 10 to 15 minutes every night, maybe sometimes less than 10, depending on how things were going. Right. Like if you're playing a tight game against the Celtics or something, you know, maybe he just needs his five minutes at the end of the second quarter or something like I don't, I mean, I just started a second quarter. Like I don't, the, a good coach finds a way when you, when you have already trouble scoring, when you need another ball handler, you would try to find, try to get that kid's feet wet when he's with the team. Like if he's with Fr- in Frisco, that's one thing he's getting reps. That's, that's a positive as well. But when he's with the team, you can find him five minutes in a game. A good coach can find him five minutes. I had to watch Theo Pinson and Frank Milikina struggle minutes while Jaden Hardy was sitting on the bench, not developing. I, it just, that part of it makes me mad because, and I think I, we, we talked about this already. No, I'm not even going to go. I'm not going to rehash it. I said it in the last episode. What I'm going to say is there is absolutely no excuse for Jaden Hardy not to be getting minutes when Luca and Kyrie are back. It's no excuse, especially the way he played in the last two games. And the funny part is he won't get those minutes. If, the fact that we already know that sucks. It's it sucks. It's a sucky feeling, to be quite honest. And I'm not even joking. Like, I, I'm not, I'm not joking. I'm dead serious. Like, it sucks to feel that way. Like, oh, we just watched a guy put up 20 points, and this isn't the first time. Like, right? This isn't the first time Luca's been out. Whoever's been out, Jaden Hardy's been asked to step up, and he wasn't starting when he was doing it. He was coming off the bench. We've seen him put up 14 to 10 to 14 points in, in garbage time. Yeah, he had 11 the other night against the Pelicans at the end of the game. And we're not seeing him after that. Like when guys come back and they're healthy, his minutes are just gone. He's on the bench. But when guys are healthy, we're getting minutes from guys like Theo Pinson. Now, granted, will he play eight minutes? Cool. But that's eight minutes of Theo Pinson literally doing nothing. No playmaking, no shooting, scoring, defense, anything. Arms I'm not counting rebounding because anybody can get a fucking rebound. Arms flopping around. Arms flopping around. Him trying to dribble like he's a fucking dribble god, only (laughs) to fuck some shit up or pass it. Those are eight minutes that could be going to Jaden Hardy. Giving eight minutes to Theo Pinson, who does nothing, doesn't help this team in the present or the future. Given not, eight, he's not developing at 26. Exactly. Like he is who he is. Given Jaden Hardy, our rookie, eight minutes, just eight minutes. Who was already better than Theo Pinson as a basketball player, who can already do more on the court than Theo Pinson as a basketball player, and is actually going to grow, is going to help this team not only in the present because you're given this rookie minutes during the season, early in the season. So, hey, if we need him to step up in the playoffs, maybe he's more prepared. You know the funny thing? What's up? 
I'm sorry. The, first of all, Theo Pinson is 27. The funny thing is, there's somebody out there saying that this proves that Jason Kidd was right. Like he was d- getting him ready and blah blah blah. Like somebody out there is thinking that Jason Kidd was was a genius for for not using Jaden Hardy except for in situations like this, and that he was priming him for this moment. And those people are idiots. It, it happens every day. I had. I had all kinds. I had somebody saying it was smart that the Mavs didn't pay Jalen Brunson four years, fifty-five million when he asked for it twice last year. Because That's idiotic. Because he would be upset playing on that contract the way he's playing now. What? 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 Hold <laughs> oh, no. We just said what at the same time twice. In a- <laughs> uh, shit! I ain't got no. Uh, hold up! Knock on wood. Oh man, I would we we need to clip that because <laughs> that's insane. Oh, dude, that's was, insane. He responded to like five tweets about this stuff, and I'm like, this is the dumbest shit I ever heard in my life. So let's say we gave Jalen Brunson four years, fifty five million, like he asked for because he he wasn't hooping at the beginning of the year. He wasn't hooping in the playoffs, and he wasn't hooping at the beginning of the last year. We've been over it, right? He asked for the 455 in January, according to his pops, however you want to feel about that, because he didn't want to get traded, right? He wanted the security of not being traded because players want different things, and Jalen Brunson wanted to feel like he could trust the Dallas Mavericks to take care of him. And so rather than wait and play it out and try to get more money in the offseason, he said, I'll take the 455 for the job security. I'm happy here. And they said you going to wait till after this trade deadline. And so, yeah, he said, bet. I got to go. He said, I'm going to go out here and, and hoop. First of all, we gave him the inspiration, motivation to, to, to turn it to another level. Maybe he wouldn't have taken it to another level if he had that comfort. He would have got complacent maybe. Who knows, right? But he didn't. He started hooping, and then the dad put the New York plan in motion, and that was that. And so – Let's say if we did give it to him, though, right? We gave him the 455. He starts hooping anyway. Worst case scenario, he would ask for a trade. And we got a borderline all-star on a baby contract. So what, we, we wouldn't necessarily be able to trade him straight up for an all-star, but we could maybe package him with Berton's money for an all-star. Or uh, uh, worst case scenario, we get back a young player on a rookie contract who looks like they might be an all-star in the future and maybe a pick or two. Like that's the worst case scenario. And that's if that, if he gets disgruntled somehow because he's on a low contract and he's playing behind Luca. And that's what we got a guy like Bertans for in the first place. Right. Like that's why we got him in that deal. Granted, it was also because we needed to fill the cap of KP's contract. But the fact that, Hey, we could package this with uh, another smaller contract. Cause that's all we had at the time. Right. That's all we had at the time. But like that's the worst case scenario. Worst case scenario is we have to trade him for a budding all star or another all star, and we pack throw in Bertans to get just to get rid of him. Right. So that's worse than losing him for nothing. People just be coming up with the the goofiest scenarios in their heads. To, to I just don't like these motherfuckers, man. People it's it's them. it's really crazy out here. Um, <laughs> Golden State is up sixteen to seven right now. Say what? Golden State up 16 to 7 right now. I almost said something on the broadcast that Yeah, don't don't don't, don't. anyway. Um <laughs> this just this 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 team it, it's it's become predictable in a bad way, mainly the coaching decisions. And it's like I just want to wait and see. Like if we do continue to see Jaden Hardy, I'll give him credit. Like, hey, you made the right decision, but I don't expect it. I don't expect it. I don't it's think hard. anybody else does either. You can't expect it. Can't expect it. Um, there's another goofy thing I've been seeing as well. I saw it hit the timeline again. Um, Jaden Hardy and Josh Green playing well again with no Luca around. Oh my God. It's like like when I'm trying the to... best player on the team is not on the court. Do I have to explain this? Apparently. Like when you take two, when you take the two best players 
off the team who are getting over 30, 35 minutes a game, both scoring over 25 points per game. Probably taking 40 shots. Probably taking 40 shots combined. You realize someone, ha- like, even g- if guys ain't that good, someone has to score the ball. Like, the ball got to go in the hoop. A NBA team ain't coming out here and putting up 50 points in 2023. Someone has to score. Are y'all retarded? I'm sorry, I can't say that word. Are y'all stupid? Okay, now I'm making it seem like retarded is stupid. Are y'all, do y'all have an issue? Do y'all not understand how this works? I just, why do, I shouldn't have explained that. That was a waste of time. It's, um, so there's two, so that's the first piece of it, right? Like, clearly, well, you got 40 shots per game going. Somebody has to take the shots. And the number of players on the roster that can actually create a shot is small. The other dudes, Bullock, Powell, you know, Maxi, they're not creating a shot. They are receiving the ball to take a shot. Josh Green can dribble and drive. Hardy can dribble and drive. McKinley Wright even can dribble and drive. Those are the only people that are going to take a large chunk of those shots. Tim Hardaway Jr. can throw up a lot of bullshit, but he's not a guy I'm depending on to, to, to carry offense. Um, with that said, if you think that the, the, the Hardy-Josh Green combination is good, that's a combination we can see while Luka and Kyrie are playing. We could, I should say. If we had a competent coach, why would that, why would they not get time to play together? This is the third time they've cooked like this now this season. That's the only way I would accept Josh Green coming off the bench. If it means I can get the Jaden Hardy, Josh Green combo off the bench together. In that case, they don't even have to come off the bench together. Like Josh can just be That's in that true. rotation. That's true. He young. He he can play some longer minutes. Yeah. Like, and the issue isn't that we won't see Josh Green. We know that. But the issue is if or when we will see Jaden Hardy. Is it still going to continue to be garbage time minutes or what? Uh, it's depressing to think about, to be honest. It's depressing to be a fan of this team right now. It is. Uh, we are now 34 and 35, 8th in the West. Are we still um, As of now, uh, we're a half game ahead of the Lakers, who I believe we play again soon. Yeah, we do. Uh, what's today? Today's Monday. We played on Friday. Yeah. Uh, on the bright side, well, any other time this will be a bright side. Right now, I'm not too sure. We play the Spurs on Wednesday. So... If we fucking lose to the Spurs. <laughs> um, we are a full game behind Minnesota now, by the way. And if Golden State wins, we'll be two games behind them for six. And, and everybody's on Twitter talking about, man, at this point, just tank. It's way too late in the season to tank. Bro, I saw so many tank tweets today, and I'm really annoyed. Like I'm not, I'm not doing this again. Like we have two, three weeks left in the season, and you're telling the team to tank, even if it was possible. Y'all know the Mavericks aren't doing it, and all these teams ahead of us or around us, I should say, are also mid. So yeah, it's not like we're completely out of it. It's just the fact that we're playing so awful right now that it just looks bad and understandably so. But there's still a chance we could still finish anywhere from five to. I mean, we could we could drop to twelve. Yeah. We could also go up to five. There's not enough separation to say, all right, fuck it, let's tank. Like, yeah, cut it out. What the fuck would the Mavs even do with a top 10 pick? What happens if they tank? Trade it, probably. What happens if they tank and the pick still conveys to the Knicks? Like, what was the fucking purpose? That would be the goofiest. That would be the perfect storm of a horrible, 
horrible season for Dallas. Just saying. And we would have, I mean, we're not going to, but that would be a clean house type situation. Like top to bottom, we just screwed the pooch the entire year. Like, you know how they do the executive of the year? Yeah. And then uh, like in the Oscars, they have the, uh, the Razzies. Yeah. We would get, we would have, we would get the, the Razzie for executive of the year. If that went down between losing Jalen Brunson for nothing through tanking and still not getting a lottery pick. Losing at losing. It's just awful. That's uh, uh, ugh. God bless America. Um, any more thoughts on this game? I have one more thing I have to say, or I have to bring up. I thought I was tripping, but I put the question out on Twitter, and most people said that I was correct. The entire night, the ESPN broadcast did not bring up Christian Wood not being being active. The hmm. entire night. I don't think he came up once. I mean, is that a normal thing, though? Like, I mean... They kept talking about how shorthanded we were. And like, even at the end, they said, you know, the Mavs are missing 60 points. Isn't Christian Wood our third lead? Or he might be fourth now. He might be fourth now with the minutes. But like the fact that he's he's legitimately a role player on the team now. Yeah. Um, I thought it was funny. It's ironic. Uh, let me see here. I'm going to double check. Tim might have passed him. That's what I'm thinking. Let's see. Points per game. Nope. Luca 33. Kyrie 27 and a half. Christian still at 17 points per game. Okay. Tim at 14.4. That's funny. That is funny. Wow. All right. I mean, I wouldn't look too deep into it, but. No, I didn't. I didn't. I just thought it was weird. He was on camera, so it's not like they didn't know he was there. But uh, didn't even the studio crew didn't make, like they also mentioned Luca and Kyrie being out and uh, oh this shorthanded Mavericks team, you know, no Luca, no Kyrie, and they just kept saying that over and over. I was like, okay, that, what an interesting, interesting thing. I just be paying attention to weird shit like that. Wow. All right. Uh, what else? What else did I hear that's, that's worth talking about? Uh, Mike Bassick, he used to follow me, I think, on Twitter, um, local radio guy in Dallas. It was told to me, I don't know if he said that he heard this from somebody or he just thought it himself that the front office, the coaching staff, and the players don't like Christian Wood. Uh, I would believe the first two. I haven't seen anything from the players, personally. Not that I'm tapped into the players, but I haven't seen anything to believe that the players don't don't like him. Uh, the front office and the coaching staff have reasons to not like him, and he has reasons to not like them. That's yeah, not. I, that's I think not, that's clear. I don't really see the players then. That's not groundbreaking to me. I tried to look to see if I saw anything. I saw him and Luca talking at the end of the game. Um, that he was engaged the whole night. It's not like he was off to himself. So I don't. I don't know. Whatever. It's it, that part of it, the Christian Wood thing. I'm just uh, for all parties. I'm just ready for it to, to to play out, so we can move on with our lives, and he can move on with his. Yeah, I'm ready to move on from it. I didn't even want to bring up Christian Wood tonight because he didn't play. So I don't. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So uh, I know the people were waiting with the receipts. So I'd like to apologize to them that they didn't get to talk trash to me today. Are you talking about if the Mavs won? Yeah, yeah. Dwight Powell had a crazy game or something. Um, I would like, I, I do, I, I'm not taking no victory lap at all, but I do want to apologize for them. I know it's fun to talk shit, feel like you won the battle, but you know, I, I want my team to win. We may, we may disagree on how to get there, but that, that's, that's, we should all want the same thing at the end of the day, I think. Well, uh, anything more to add to the game? Nothing else to the game. I do have a other question for you though. What's that? Uh, somebody asked about us doing a tournament bracket. What you think? And if this is too on the spot for you, just let me know. When would we have to do it? 
What do you mean? When, when I, I can make an ESPN tournament league like right now and send a link. I mean, I, I I do it for fun. I'm not going to be good at it, but I mean, people who are good at it aren't good at it. So I'm about to say the less you know, probably the better. Yeah. Um, I'm should should I should we put money on it or are we already giving away? Oh uh, fuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> we can talk off camp if necessary. Yeah, we can. We yeah. Um, All right, we'll figure it out after we get done here. All right. Um. You talked about us giving away money. I guess we should get into the fantasy basketball league playoffs. Um, the matchups are set. So let's get into it. Whew. Okay. Here's the playoff bracket. Oh, wait a minute. Okay. Playoff bracket. <clears throat> Bibs, you are the eighth seed. Going up against the number one seed, the balding point. Right now, the score is 164 to 134. You are trailing. Below that, you have number five seed, SJ's children, going up against Bay Area MFFL, which is the four seed. SJ is leading 148 to 119. Next, you have Watch the Throne. The sixth seed looking like an upset against number three, probably injured 158 to 81. And last but not least, you have the number seven seed girl, you know, is Drew going up against the number two seed team, Coops 120 to 72. I think we should update this throughout the week, like in the post game recap. Yeah, I agree. I had that thought as we were as we were talking about it before we came on here. Yeah, uh, I think that'll be a good idea. And uh, each round is just a week, so yeah. Um, Champion will be crowned around April second or third. Right now, you should be in a good position. Uh, no, you shouldn't. What you What you mean? I was talking about just for today. Um. The the balding point has Keegan Murray playing. You have DiVincenzo and Joe Ingles, but realistically, the only person who's going to get you points is DiVincenzo. So, gotcha. Uh, but yeah, this uh, the, yours might be the closest one uh, based off of the score right now. Um, the bottom half of the bracket has two blowouts on the horizon, uh, and SJ could easily open the lead up there. So, uh, it'll be fun. You versus SJ in the second round. We'll see. Yeah, I gotta. Uh, if I survive, if I somehow win with no Jalen Brunson, no John ja Morant, like I'm legendary for that off the top. What if John ja Morant come back next week? That's crazy. Shangoon is out also. Damn. Uh, Joe Ingles decided to rest. Like I'm, I'm, I'm really, and I just got one point from Isaiah Livers. You hoe at okay. I mean, it's Isaiah Lewis. Jaron Jackson gave me eight. You goofy motherfucker. See, how I'm supposed to win like this? Jaden struggling, Harden, man. Jaden Harden gave me a uh, a dirt performance, though. He gave me 41. So, Damn, you're struggling, brother. I mean, what would what, what it look like tomorrow? What's tomorrow? Corey Joseph. Ugh. Man, look, I'm scraping the bottom of the barrel. I'm getting rid of Isaiah Lewis' whole ass, though. Corey Joseph, Charles Bassey. Oh my God. Yeah, the liver's got to go. Look, man, I'm putting together, I'm trying to, I'm scraping the bottom of the barrel to get. Yeah, there. you are. You are for sure. I understand. It's a struggle, man. If you can make it through this, oof. Legendary for it. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Ready for the underdogs, the upsets, and the unbelievable action from DraftKings Sportsbook? The biggest tournament in college basketball is here. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on college hoops and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all customers can score a no-sweat bet during round one and two of the tournament. Go to the app, opt-in, and place a no-sweat bet this weekend. If it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $10. Bibs, what's a matchup, a pairing in the tournament that you're looking forward to? 
So, you know, I, I'm an SEC fan, right? Um, South Carolina is my school. And every single tournament since I can remember, like I'm thinking back to the Joe Kim Noah Al Horford Florida Gators, the SEC gets overlooked every single time. And every single time they overperform. Maybe a couple of years we had down years, but usually they overperform. So if you're looking for sleepers, if you're looking for teams that are going to make a deeper run than people expect, look for those SEC matchups. Those are tough teams, just like the football teams that play defense, unlike a lot of these other teams. And defense carries over. Every team is going to have a cold shooting night, but defense is something you can depend on. So look out for those SEC matchups. Obviously, Kansas is the favorite team overall. The the one key I'm going to tell you, I usually wouldn't share this type of news. Look for teams with large rebound margins. Teams with large rebound margins. Defense, rebounding, those are the things that get you those margins that, that, that carry over no matter who you're playing against. So look for the teams with the rebound margins. Look for the teams that play defense. Those are going to be your teams that, that go longer, go farther than people expect. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code TBPN. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Win or lose. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Earlier, you mentioned the Oscars. I did. Uh, did you watch last night? I did not watch, but I have checked on the uh, the winners. Okay. Uh, thoughts? Anything that surprised you? Anything you were happy with that one that you didn't expect to win? Biggest surprise had to be Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have said besides that. That was obviously been nominated, in my opinion. I agree. Um, she didn't and I know a lot of people said like, oh, Angela Bassett was robbed. And I agree. I would have given it to Angela Bassett. But like Jamie Lee Curtis wasn't even the best of the supporting actresses from her film that was nominated. Facts. Facts. Like, Stephanie, <laughs> Stephanie Sue was elite. Like, what are we those two roles beside each other? Did, like, let's be honest. I love Jamie Lee Curtis. I don't know anybody that just like oh, I don't fuck with Jamie Lee. People love Jamie Lee Curtis, like right. she's the nepo baby that people love. Yeah, what the fuck did she do in everything, everywhere, all at once to even be nominated? She has some hot dog fingers. Like I don't, I don't know. I don't like. I saw the movie. I remember the movie. What did she do? Nothing, dog. Everybody else in that movie did amazing things. She was simply there. Like she did some kung fu? She had like two funny moments. Like, she was, yo, she was damn near a comedy relief character. Right. And I hate to say this, because like, I don't want to make it seem like I'm tarnishing, like, but like, bro, let's be real. Like, what did she do? And this is, I'm pretty sure maybe you haven't listened to it yet. I was listening to the Big Picture podcast. Earlier. I listened to it. You listened to it? Yeah. This is why they annoy me and why I don't really listen as much as I used to anymore. I listen to them because they annoy me. You a different type of motherfucker. <laughs> and it's not even just Sean Fennessy. It's Amanda as well. She be tripping sometimes. Like, they so hot, what do they call it? Like highbrow or whatever, nose up at shit when it comes to films. Right. And they don't challenge anything that needs to be challenged. No. Like they're on the podcast challenging and talking about how Disney having an ad for The Little Mermaid on a show that's on a network they own is a bad thing. But they didn't challenge the Jamie Lee Curtis thing at all. They didn't challenge anything. They were just like, oh, yeah, this happened. This was cool. This was cool. That was cool. Challenge something like. What? Yeah, well, we expected uh, the Jamie Lee, especially after she won the side. Like, get the fuck out of here, man. It's like, 
like you can't just accept that that occurred because you understand how the business works like like no fucking way man like if, if you can be a hard ass about movies uh not doing things the way that you think they should be done, then you can be a hard ass about that performance not being no goddamn Oscar winner performance. Also, they went out of their way to say that the Little Mermaid thing looked fucking terrible. <laughs> like, bro, I watched the trailer. I did not. I know you didn't. I watched the trailer. It does not give you enough to say the movie looks fucking terrible. It doesn't give you enough to say the movie looks good. It just gives you enough to say, oh, so that's what they're doing. Okay. A movie's coming out. A movie's coming out. <laughs> like, I just, I don't, what 50 Cent say, I just don't like these motherfuckers, man. Like, yeah, like like I said, I listen to them just so I can, I'm not just listening to people that I understand and agree with like i need to hear how other people are talking about these movies whether or not i actually agree with what they're saying and a lot of times i do disagree and then i know what things i want to say when it comes to movies and what types of things like the way i they give me validation for the way i handle movie reviews like i don't want to be that guy bringing my opinion into it that much like i can say whether or not i enjoy the movie without shitting on the movie like my goal is to try to see who do i think would like this movie and that's how i talk, try to approach a review this is who i think would like the movie but uh I'm see like i already know whether or not they like the movie before i even listen to the review most of the time facts that's why I don't listen to their reviews. <laughs> Cause like I don't want to like something. If somebody doesn't like a movie that I like, like if I go to a re- a movie reviewer that you know I listen to, and I like the movie that they didn't like, that's cool. But I'm not trying to enjoy a movie then say, oh, let me listen to this person's review, whose opinion I usually respect, and I just hear them shitting on shit that I like all the time. Or just looking down on some shit that, like, step out of your fucking prissy ass bubble and try to, you know what? I don't want to talk about these motherfuckers no more. But it's funny because they each have one thing where they are completely the opposite of what they usually are. Like, Amanda apparently loves rom coms, like, cheesy, goofy rom coms are her weakness. And Sean loves comic book movies, no matter how bad they are. But, like, for everything else, complete snobs. And it's 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 weird to me. Like, Amanda made a slight comment of how if the bear looked better in Cocaine Bear, it would have been a better movie. You went for the bear look? Whether, like, come on. Come like, on. No, it's called Cocaine Bear. Like, no, come on, bro. It ain't right? the Revenant. It's not the Revenant. Like, like. Why are you first of all like she mentioned it on the and she was like, Yeah, if the bear looked like that, it would have been a better movie. So the difference between that come on, bro. How the bear looked. Are you fucking you have a problem with the bear? Huh? I thought the bear was fine. I thought the bear was fine. It's called cocaine bear. (laughs) I'm not expecting it to look like Baloo from the live action jungle book movie. (laughs) Like, come on, man. Oh man. Anyway, um, everything, everywhere, all at once. Um, Dominant. Jesus Christ. Like, early on, I I wasn't home from the start, but I started watching, and every time I looked, I was hearing everything, everywhere, all at once, the Daniels. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, and I started thinking, and I, I didn't know until this morning. Okay. I was like, did they... Did they win everything they were nominated for? I don't know if they won everything, but... Not everywhere. Not all at once. I damn near won it in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I damn near just want to end it right there. But you, you said know, everything too many times. I had to do you're it. You're right. You're right. Um, 
yeah, man, they 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 swept. And I put it on Twitter. I was like, man, I just I didn't think the movie was that good. But I understand. You know what's crazy? I did think it was that good, first of all, but it's still crazy. It's still crazy. It's just a weird year. But at the same time, it's all it's crazy on the front that it's not the type of movie that usually gets that kind of recognition. It doesn't feel like. So on that hand, it feels like that's this this is a huge sign of the work that the Oscars has done to recognize more diverse films has worked. Um, but then on the other hand, it did have a lot of elements of those movies that people do like. It just had a lot of weird shit too. <laughs> it had a lot of weird shit. And technically, uh, apparently, if you consider this a sci-fi film, which I would, um, it's the first sci-fi film to win best picture. Um, I think it's cool that even though I did not, en- and I enjoyed the movie, I thought it was good. I just didn't enjoy it as much as others did. I think um, you'll enjoy it better on a second watch. I think so too. I think so too. And I will credit big picture for this. This is something they mentioned. They was like, they said this movie came out and then, you know, it came out before the Oscars. I think. Yeah. It came out before the Oscars last year. And then critics got to see it again when it came out again and they got to spend time with it. I only saw it once. So I probably, and I'm probably, I'm going to go back and watch it. Um, I know it's on streaming somewhere. Has your girl seen it? No, she has not. I don't know if she'll like it. If she might have this experience you had the first time. No, nah, I don't think she, I think her experience will be worse. Okay. Cause but. it's definitely, here's what I'll say. My experience was because, you know, I had, I, I was like, this movie looked weird as hell. Like before I even went into it, I just saw like clips of the trailer and I was like, what is happening in this movie? Yeah. So I, I went and the movie was weird early on and to I say the was least. so lost and I was like, yo, I am not feeling this movie. I'm not understanding this. But then at a certain point, it hit. And then I was all in from that point on. Um, and I just wonder if that first time you're going through it, if you don't get to that point where it hits for you, like you might have checked out early. You know what I mean? I kind of I wouldn't say I checked out early. I just think how you said it clicked for you, it never clicked for me. Okay. Like even I got to the end of the movie and I was like, like even by the end it didn't click? Nah. It didn't it didn't it just didn't click the way it clicked for you. Okay. Okay. Like I kind of got what was going on to an extent, but I was just like it just took you too far out of it first. Yeah. Like the the hot dog fingers and the the, dildo the, dude, the, the dude sitting on the the, the trope, the anal trope. The, the ratatouille with the raccoon shit. Raccoonie like, was off the chart. Raccoonie. <laughs> Raccoonie had me dying. Um, <laughs> j- just some of the stuff like how essential. I still didn't understand why. I don't know. I understand the mother daughter thing, like mm-hmm. what they were going for. Right. But some shit threw me off with like the whole villain. Uh, variant of the daughter okay like her trying to go through the donut bagel hole whatever it was at the end like that whole sequence <laughs> it's just like i'm like what, what what the fuck is going on like it lost me honestly but i think i will give it another chance and watch it again but like i said i still enjoyed it so that says a lot like the fact that it didn't even completely grab me and i still enjoyed the film um, but I do think it's cool that you have these directors who went like this is the most creative film I've seen in a decade, maybe. Yeah. Like as far as taking a creative risk, like it's, it's the most creative film I've seen in a decade. And the fact that the Oscars recognize it is something that we usually don't we don't get that. I think it's important that they recognized it because that means we'll get more stuff like that. Exactly. Like this could literally change 
the game in Hollywood? Not only from the standpoint that, like, I think people are making creative stuff all the time. I just think studios haven't been buying it. Yeah. Even this movie, it was an A24 movie. And they'll buy anything. (laughs) It's like, not anything, but they'll buy the craziest pitch. Like, they literally put out a movie about uh, uh, people that ate people last year. A love story about cannibals. What fucking movie was that? Bones and All. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that was A24. That's crazy. Yeah, it was literally a cannibal love story. And some people loved it. I personally hated it, but some people loved it. Like, they will... Fuck that. They put out a movie about... A what? A talking shell. A talking shell. Marcel the shell what she was on? First of all, I heard of that. Didn't know it was A24. Didn't know what the movie was. I'm talking about the fucking... The the, the sheep, the goat, the... Oh, yeah, lamb? Yeah. Uh, a fucking humanoid lamb. You should have led with that. I didn't watch that one. I ain't gonna lie. I didn't watch it. I, I saw the trailer and I saw it's a goddamn humanoid lamb. Anyway, um, but yeah, this could this could change, this could change the game. And it's like to see if Marcel was a twenty four. But continue. Any other year, like when something would be like this would be nominated, a movie would end up winning that nobody fucking saw. That. Like even you who watched, like you probably didn't fucking see it or some shit. Like I, mm-hmm. and I'm glad that didn't happen this year. I was really hoping Top Gun Maverick won just because I'm like, man, start giving these big budget blockbuster movies the credit they deserve if they deserve it. And Top the fact Gun that Maverick. it even got nominated for Best Picture as a win in my opinion. yeah, yeah, yeah. I well, I don't know because Black Panther got nominated, but I don't think that shit deserved to get nominated like the original. I thought it did. I did. It was just an accomplishment, and yeah, it was a twenty-four. By the way, Marcel, okay. the um, I think they they pointed. I out think the Black Panther, Panther thing was like a head damn type of nomination. Honestly, I mean they they tried to get to a point where they were putting at least a couple diverse films in there, and people went crazy for Black Panther. It made a bajillion dollars, and Ryan Coogler is a good director, man. Um, I think he, he he needs to be stamped and certified at this point. They playing. They're still playing with him, but. Creed should have got fucking nominated, to be quite honest. Was that the same year? The original... No, 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 no. I'm just saying it's a Ryan Coogler film. Oh, yeah. The original Creed. The original I, Creed. I don't think Fruitvale Station got nominated. Probably didn't. Because he was a first-time director and whatever. Uh, I think it would have got nominated if it came out last year. What? Uh, Fruitvale Station? Fruitvale Station. Yeah, I agree. Um, I especially since by that time, Michael B. Jordan and Ryan Coogler would be names. Yeah, that was 2013. That's crazy. Um, I was about to say something else. There was one other thing I was going to say. Go ahead. They brought up on the big picture pod that uh, A24 has two best pictures in t- in, in their first 10 years as a studio. Which is yeah, that's crazy. crazy. Nobody's touching them right now. No, they is. Like, if you're a creative filmmaker, you got an idea that you feel like, oh, nobody will fuck with this. Go to A24. They're going to fuck with it. Because they don't fuck with shit normal. Anytime I'm in a movies and I see a trailer and it says A24 Studios, I go, oh shit. <laughs> like I know this about to be something sick. Like this shit about to be something I ain't something you couldn't even fathom. It like Top Dog in 2011, something like that. I don't even know if. They like Griselda right now. No, I was kidding. Nah, hell no. Nah. Come on now. <laughs> they like cash <laughs> money, young money in the in the arts. Yeah, because that was different. You weren't getting people stunting like that. And having two best pictures in your first 10 years as a studio is stunting. <laughs> like that's it's really crazy. Not it's not supposed to happen. Um well, uh, do you have any more thoughts on the Oscars? Oh, yeah, yeah, uh movie. All Quiet on the Western Front uh, got some love, which I still haven't watched, which I plan on watching because I do love war movies. I saw I got Best International Feature. I was happy for that. Yeah. Um, I'm going to look at the top. Who? What were the Best Picture nominees? Uh, I'm pretty sure you'll look them up. I think I saw. I want to say I saw almost. I think I saw. No, the only one I haven't seen is Women Talking, I think. 
Okay. That shit was nominated? I didn't watch Avatar or Elvis. I'm lying like a motherfucker. All right. Top Gun, yes. I, I'm oh. actually going to watch. I'm going to watch Women Talking probably this Avatar week. got nominated for Best Picture? Exactly. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out. I, all right, bro. Oh, man. They just doing shit now. So I, I saw I saw seven of them. So I got to see Women Talking. I'm probably going to watch that this week. I think it's on. Elvis got nominated for Best <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I heard nothing but horrible things about that movie. I like the movie. You did like Elvis? Because of Austin Butler. I mean, you heard how Amanda felt about Austin Butler. So. I honestly would not have been mad if Austin Butler won Best Actor. Brendan Fraser. No, Brendan Fraser deserved it for sure. But if Austin Butler won, I would not have been mad. You didn't watch Elvis. I know. I gotta watch. I gotta watch Elvis. Trust me, like that motherfucker was Elvis. Do I have to watch Avatar? Fuck no. I, it's I not just, bad. It's not bad. Let me say that. I'll watch it when it gets uh streaming. I think it's on Disney Plus already. What? You yeah, I think it's on Disney Plus already. Right now. Um yeah. but yeah, I know Women Talking is on either Prime or Hulu, and uh Elvis is on HBO, so I should be able to knock both of those out pretty easily. Um, there was a point at the end of the Elvis movie where they showed Elvis in okay. Vegas playing the piano singing. Okay. And I sat there for five fucking minutes and I could not tell who I was looking at. That's how good of a job Austin Butler did. I mean, he did so good of a job that he doesn't remember how he used to speak. So <laughs> he should have got an award just for that. The motherfucker did so good, I didn't know if I was looking at him or the real Elvis. He changed his entire life. The motherfucker did so good, I didn't know if I was listening to him or the real Elvis. So, yeah. I mean, Brendan Fraser definitely deserved it, but... I feel like you're lying about Avatar, Playboy. What you mean? I don't think it's on this app. I thought it was, but maybe I'm tripping. I feel like it's it's still in the theater. It probably is. It's not Disney, is it? No. It's, it's, wait, it is Disney. I mean, is it Disney or Pixar? It, it's not no fucking Pixar. Pixar does animation. Wait, I mean, hold on. Let me find it's it. It's Disney. Let me find these avatars. Avatar, the way of water. Yeah, it's still going hard in the theater. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, Avatar is not bad, and I think I told you before how I felt about the first one. So, like, I hated the first one. I didn't hate it. I just didn't give a shit. Like, I didn't give a shit. Uh, I'm not into the graphics and stuff. Like, that's not how you're gonna win me over. Shit means nothing to me. Like, this movie was cool. It was like a seven out of ten. But like, best picture, suck my dick. Fuck out of here. Like, best picture. Come on, man. Let's be fucking for real. But the Northman wasn't nominated. Like, A24 had enough W's. Man, look. <laughs> Wait, they didn't get nominated for anything? Not that I know of. Interesting. No, yeah. they didn't. That's crazy. Crazy. Hold up. I got to find this because I don't think I've seen or heard them on any award show. Which is insane. They nominated Avatar because of James fucking Cameron, man. Like, fuck out of here. All right. I'd have nominated Hustle over goddamn Avatar Way of Water. I don't think they got any, they didn't get any big time award nominated. That's crazy to me. Woman King didn't get nominated. Did somebody beat? Uh, 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 Somebody do something um, untoward behind the scenes? I'm going to be honest. Who, who didn't even though was, even though the movie was mainly carried by the performances the whale didn't get nominated it did for did best you, picture you meant for best picture yeah okay yeah i was surprised it didn't get nominated for best picture um i think it was just the weird way they did the voting didn't did a uh, hong chow get nominated for best actress no yes she did you sure yeah. Yes, for for the whale. 
Okay. Got four nominations. No, three nominations. Uh, makeup and hairstyling, best actor and best actress. How do you get a best actor and best actress nomination, but no, not best? No, nope. that's crazy. Make it make sense. That's crazy to me. Because the Oscars is fucking phony. <laughs> like, but it's it's a lot of politics behind the scenes. We know that. Yeah, we know that. That's what I mean by the Oscars is phony. Yeah, it's um, a lot of politics behind the scene. So. What I'll say is, I think we talked about my awards last time. Uh, I was actually surprised to see my awards come out. I don't want to say it's so close, but I guess it was kind of close to how the actual Oscars came out in a lot of categories. Yeah, for the most part. I mean, especially the way I told you, I said that everything everywhere all at once cleaned up and it cleaned up at the fucking Oscars too. So Exactly. Like I I, I hated that it cleaned up on my awards because I like to mix it up, but you know, sometimes the movie is undeniable. And Brendan Fraser for the whale. So Yeah. I'm I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. Um we spending a lot of time I was on about to say we almost did a whole hour. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was gonna bring up The Last of Us. Did you watch the finale yet? I did. I need to listen to these recaps that are coming out. Okay. Yeah, I haven't finished. I was listening to the um uh Van and Charles, but uh my girlfriend got in the car and she hasn't watched the episode yet, so didn't want them to spoil it for her. But uh I'm interested. I haven't talked with her. You want to end this before we actually talk about it? <laughs> I'm I'm not going to get into it. I'm, I'm about to just say, okay. Uh, I haven't talked with her about the episodes recently, but I'm curious to see how she feels about the show. Considering I haven't played the games, but I know the story. Mm-hmm. Like I know the story of one. I know the story of two. I know what's coming. I know what you know. I knew what was going to happen, but she doesn't know anything. Mm. So, so I'm curious to get her perspective on things. That's all. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't. I didn't know anything at all going in. I've been trying to avoid stuff. I think I've seen one thing that I wish I had not seen online. Um, of season one. No, I well, I, I didn't know if it was season one or not, but it's just something that I've been. I've I saw was supposed to happen in the future. Uh, I think it was a tweet like, I wonder who's going to play this character that everybody's going to hate type of thing. Oh, uh, damn. I hope you didn't see what I think you saw. So that so that's just something that I'm like anticipating at some point. When when this goes off, I want you to tell me and I'm going to be really upset. if it's I don't know if I want to tell you because I don't want you to react. because I don't want to think about it. <laughs> OK, that's fair. It was a female character. That's all yeah, I know. I know. But. I just want to know if you know why. Never mind. I saw the first post of it and I didn't pay any mind. But then the second time I read it and I was like, son of a bitch. Like, why why did I have to read stuff? So you read why they hate the character? Sort of. Yes. Okay. But not, I did not, I don't know how far it goes. I just know that it's, 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 it's bad. All right. All right. Um, but then, so like this whole final episode, I was like, "Is is this when this event is supposed to occur?" And so, like, I hate that I, that's in my head now. Hmm. But whatever. Like, I didn't. I don't know how it gets set up or how it goes down. I just know that something is supposed to occur. Well, that, if, I, should, that I shouldn't know. If it's what I think it is technically it was set up in the final episode you just don't know it yet but i also don't know what you're talking about and that's a good thing so <laughs> um yeah let's close this out we've been on here long enough um almost an hour if you sat through this whole thing uh the mavs talk and the oscars talk we appreciate you if you just sat through the mavs talk then you then you, then you won't hear this um <laughs> We will holler at y'all Wednesday night for the recap against the Spurs. Hopefully it's a W. Fingers crossed. God willing. Um, Yeah. Uh, Good night or good morning or good afternoon. We'll see y'all next time. Peace. Peace.